0: I'm attorney Justin Clark. Coming up just ahead on today's edition of You Have Real Estate, did you know that you can buy a house cheaper than you can rent it? We'll have Tiffany Morgan and Chris and show us some amazing properties throughout Orlando all just ahead. It's You Have Real Estate. Welcome to You Have Real Estate with me, attorney Justin Clark. Whether you're a first-time homebuyer, Seasoned investor or looking to sell your home, this next 30 minutes is designed for you. Think of it like hitting multiple open houses, all from your living room, with my attorney advice throughout the way. If you have any questions, I have people standing by right now. The phone number, 407-205-0400. Visit the website, youhavepower.com. I'm a little nervous about something right now, and let me just get this out in the open. The rental market out there is great. It's great if you're a landlord, but if you're just a a family guy looking to put a roof over your head, the rental market's out of control. We can't afford the rental rates as they are now, but I can guarantee you the same house that you're gonna go pay $2,200 a month for to rent, with the mortgage rates where they are today, you can go buy that same house for probably $1,800. And that's why I have Dallas Layman, if you have mortgage standing by right now, he can get you pre-approved. If you qualify, he'll get you pre-approved today. All you have to do is call the phone number 407-205-0400. We're gonna take some awesome tours of some fantastic properties to interview two great realtors throughout the show today. But before we do that, it is time for my opening statement. The opening statement today is really compliments of Dallas Lehman, who I mentioned earlier. He told me he had a closing yesterday and the title company was absolutely terrible. And there's really no excuse for this. The title company should, they work for you. If you're a real estate agent or a mortgage broker, the title company is there working for you. They should not be giving you an attitude. You're their client. The title company should be there for you, but we have to use them, right? Especially if you're a buyer. You have to buy title insurance. If not, you're, you're crazy. You have to buy the title insurance. But who pays for title insurance? Well, it's an interesting question. In Florida, in virtually every county in Florida, the seller actually pays for you as the buyer, the title insurance policy. Why? I really don't know. But to complicate matters, there are some counties that the buyer actually pays for the title insurance. This is Sarasota County, Call your County, and of course, our friends down in Miami-Dade and Broward. You know, Miami-Dade and Broward is kind of like our little California down there. You know what I mean? They always like to do things a little bit differently. But the title insurance is great because if anyone were to ever make a claim against your home, the title insurance is not only going to pay to to fix the problem, they're going to pay for your attorney to defend you as well. So title insurance is an absolute must. and you know, you have car insurance, you have maybe even you have mortgage insurance. And this is the kind of thing you pay every single month, right? The title insurance is an absolute one time fee. So you're just paying it and and likely the seller is paying it. If you're the buyer one time and then you have it for the rest of the time you own the house. So if anyone tells you not to buy title insurance, send them packing because they're doing you a great disservice. We use a company called Core Title. You know They do an outstanding job, and a title company, again, should never ruin a deal for you. As a real estate agent or as a mortgage broker, you know we have enough challenges getting to the closing table. The appraisal comes in too low. The inspection goes badly. The mortgage, they're not qualified for a mortgage. So many things can happen, but the one thing that should never kill a deal is that we get to the end of the month and the title company says, Oh, we're so busy. We, we didn't run title yet. This is something that should never happen. If you're an agent, the title company really should be a pleasant robot for you. I mean, there's, it's really a scientific method to get to closing table if you're a title company. And if they're giving you an attitude, you really need to change. Or if they're acting like they're too busy for you, you need to change title companies. It's very, very easy. We recommend Core Title. There are a lot of great ones out there, but keep in mind, if your title agent is treating you badly, making it seem like they can't get to you, you need to find a new title company. 407-205-0400. And now, without further ado, it's time to get to the fun part of the show. It's time for Real Questions. Every Saturday here on You Have Real Estate, we ask real questions to the real trendsetters in the central florida real estate market joining me today it is tiffany morgan with coldwell banker and chris Krieg and property group welcome to the show guys how are you
1: great great thanks, thanks for having, for
0: having us. us chris let me start with you why in the world does the buyer pay for title insurance that's
2: a great question why, is, why does the seller pay for the buyer's title insurance yeah it's a great question and so we're one of the, the few states and like you said Uh, the majority of Florida, though, that the seller does pay for the title insurance. It makes no sense to me, clearly not to you either. It's the policy for the buyer, so in my opinion, and this is actually an option on our contract. When we write the contract, we have the option to uh, select the the title company that's handling the closing and also pay the title policy. Uh, That's an option we have, but most people don't elect that option, so it defaults to the seller, uh, picking the title company and paying for the title policy.
0: I, I always hear that uh, it's the end of the month uh, you know, I'm the title company. I'm so busy. Why is the end of the month such an important time in the real estate world?
2: And I don't I don't understand that really either So and in, in the end of the month is going to come every single month and <laughs> why they're not prepared for end of month Makes no sense to me. They know it's coming. It's on the calendar right. uh, but the closing dates can be set throughout the month, but a lot of times people will set them at the end of the month just as a default and I think it gets to, in realtors' heads, to kind of set them at, you know, end of a month for whatever reason and then we, and we end up with a lot of closings.
0: Tiffany Morgan, what is your take on the real estate market now? Are we hot? Is it slowing down a little bit? What are you seeing out there?
1: I feel like it's slowing down a little bit. I definitely do.
0: Yeah. And the prices, I mean, they've obviously gone up significantly over the last couple of years. What are you seeing now?
1: I think it depends on the area and the price point. Yeah. So the Lower price points, they go quick. You know, you're getting multiple offers the same day that it hits the market. The higher price points, they're sitting for longer.
0: Homeowners' associations, you know, we live in Florida. We have tons of homeowners' associations throughout Florida. Almost every house you deal with essentially is gonna have an HOA. Not everyone, but most Mm -hmm. have an HOA. What do you have to do to satisfy the HOA at the closing? Do I need to get their approval? How does the HOA really affect the closing of a house?
1: Definitely. The title company is going to reach out to them and find out exactly if there's any um, liens, make sure all of the HOA fees have been paid, um, make sure that if there's anything that they haven't, the homeowner hasn't done to have the house, you know, in compliance with their rules.
0: Chris Cregan, what what are some things that you see happen? So obviously, I'm the buyer, I come in, I sign a contract, the seller signs the contract, you know, we think about 30 days to get to the closing table. What are some things that happen between contract to closing that can kill a real estate deal?
2: Yeah, so there's a lot that goes on between that most buyers don't recognize all the the work that goes on from the title companies in the background, the mortgage companies, and the realtors, the work that they're doing to get the the property to closing. So a lot of things that come up um, for us will be issues with, again, like you mentioned, the HOA. There could be title defects that come up, uh, unexpected liens on the property, and open permits. Open permits often affect our property, so it's important that we are uh, addressing that throughout the contract period too. What do you mean by open permit? That's not something I hear on the show a lot. Yeah, so let's say a, a seller puts on a new roof, uh, but the roofer never closes out the permit. And, and then what we have to do then is find a way to get that permit closed, because if the new buyer takes over the property without that permit being closed, and then eventually let's say the county puts a you know a violation on the house for not having the something in compliance, Well, now the new buyer is responsible for that and closing out that permit. So if there's any money to be spent to get that permit closed, it's going to be the responsibility now of that buyer if they close with that open permit. Tiffany,
0: things like open permits or any sort of issues, do we start dealing with those at the beginning of this contract period? Or are we scrambling around at the last two or three days? I mean, when should we start working on these things?
1: Definitely at the beginning. And for the most part, the agents will disclose it up front if they know. right? Um, I had one just recently that had an open permit on the driveway for pavers and they didn't close it out because it was a miscommunication with the county and the buyer didn't care so she took it she took it on with the open permit.
0: Uh, what do we, how do we even know what sort of work
2: we have to get a permit, f- permit for and what we don't? I, I don't even know. Do you? Well the best thing to do is to call the county. <laughs> so you call the municipality or the county find out if the if the project needs a permit more often than not it does and then but what's happening is people are often pulling the permits and then just not closing them out for whatever reason they right. forget, or the final inspection may have failed, and they just the contractor bailed. It could be a, a ton of different things that come up.
0: Can I just run down to the county and it happens like that, or is this something that takes a few days normally?
2: Well, there's a new law that came into effect. I think it was July 1, where permits that are older than I believe five years can be automatically administratively closed. Oh, really? So that's new. Um, but permits that are that are that don't qualify under there. It could be as simple as going to the county and getting them closed out, but oftentimes it's a lot more complex than that. They're going to require an inspection, make sure it complies with the, the codes, and then you know fix any issues that come up, and then pay the money and the, the permit closed. Gotcha.
0: What are the differences between broker, realtor, agent? I mean, we, we hear all of these names out there for the different ways to label a real estate agent, essentially. What are the differences?
2: Sure. So a broker is someone who's been through additional training and, and is... Uh, the managing broker of a company. A broker associate would be a, someone who's been through that training but doesn't run their own brokerage. And then a realtor or agent would be someone who works underneath a broker. Can we
0: talk about the proper way to pronounce realtor? What is the <laughs> right way to say it? Because yeah, there's a big argument out there right now. What's the right way to say it? The
1: way you just said it. I said it right? Yeah. Yes,
0: okay. realtor.
2: <laughs> but then when I see realtor, it always has a little trademark thing next to it. Why? Do you know? I don't. So the yeah, the National Association of Realtors is a is a trade organization uh, that that oversees all of the realtors throughout the country.
0: So I can go take my test and, and become a licensed real estate agent, but I don't have to be a realtor because I didn't pay the fee or whatever.
2: That's correct. And oh. so realtors are held to a higher standard than a than just a, an agent would be held to if they weren't part of the realtor trade association. Gotcha.
0: Any closing table horror stories from either of you? A, a deal falls apart at the last minute. Why?
2: It could be any reason. So we had one recently where we went to closing. The seller signed the closing paperwork. Everything was on track. The lender said everything was on track. Uh, buyer never shows up to closing. Can't understand why. The day after, we get a, a cancellation notice that the loan was denied. So the buyer just forgot to turn in paperwork and just disregarded the closing altogether. No. So oh, the craziest no. things can happen. And I mean, it's tough as an agent too because I mean, we put a
0: lot of time and energy into to working on this file, working on this house. And then for it to fall apart at the last minute, we don't make any money, right? right. So that that's tough. I mean, that is one of the more challenging parts of being a real estate agent, I presume, right?
1: And that you never celebrate until it's completely done. Yeah,
0: exactly, I, I had no doubt it. about it. So and Tiffany, you and I were talking about this before, and it's something I think about a lot as well. Describe the relationship between real estate agent and whether it's the, the seller or the buyer, what is that relationship like?
1: You become like family. You become so close because you spend so much time together. You're talking on the phone, you're texting all the time. And so then once the deal closes, you kind of miss them because yeah. you don't talk as much anymore. <laughs> you know, so you, it's, it's, you become family.
0: Right, but certainly you hope they come back to you uh, when it's time to, to buy or sell again. Do either of you find either the buyer or the seller who's normally a little bit more heated during the process?
2: It could be it could be both ends, depending on the situation, you know, the the story I just told with my seller who went to closing and signed, I thought he was thought he was had his house sold a little heated. Yeah. Uh, and his house is in a moving truck and they're mm. moving across the state and uh, there's no closing occurring and no money. So.
0: Yeah. Stuff. Hey, what about the double closing? You're talking about a guy who let's say they get uh, relocated with their job to North Carolina. Right. So they've actually purchased a house now in North Carolina or they're under contract but they can't get the mortgage on that house until they sell the house here. How do we time these things?
2: Yeah, so it's a very delicate balance and a lot of it is a lot of coordination between the agents. So, when, especially when it's out of state, it's important that we're coordinating with that agent out of state to make sure that we're on the same page on timelines, on contractual deadlines, and where we are in the process to make sure we're all on the same page there. Got it. All right,
0: Tiffany. So. You know, we we normally think six percent commission in um, in Florida is very standard. You know, and 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 I think you should pay that. I don't even like it when you really try to negotiate that down too much because then you risk losing some buyers because we're taking the commission away from the potential buyer's agent as well. But I think that there's this whole theory out there that the real estate agents getting this entire six percent. We are not. We don't have any expenses. We don't have any sort of costs that go with, with running our little business, which is your real estate agency mm-hmm. or, or you as a realtor. There are expenses there as well, right? You're not just pocketing the entire
1: six percent. Right. Marketing. I mean, you know, postcards. If you're doing old school postcards, there's a lot of expenses. Even now on social media, you can pay for ads. There's a lot of you know expense put into it you know brokers opens you're paying for food you're paying for you know just open houses having you know things like that
2: absolutely yeah you know, most people don't realize the expenses that it takes to actually market and sell a property so there are people that are out there doing things at different rates right and it's it, that's someone's choice to make uh, but in order to properly market and sell a property it does take great exposure because the more exposure we can we can get for a property the higher price point we're going to get so we're going to offset as much cost as we can with a higher sales price.
0: Absolutely. Good job, guys. All right. Are you ready to tour some properties? We are. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are renting a home, be very careful. The rental rates have skyrocketed. They continue to go up. The mortgage rates continue to go down. And even if you've been through a foreclosure, a bankruptcy a few years ago, and you're afraid that you won't qualify for a mortgage, the lending guidelines have eased up significantly since that whole 2009, 10, 11 time, and most people that we deal with are able to qualify. So, look, don't be scared. Give us a call, 407-205-0400. Dallas Lehman, whether you have mortgages standing by right now to pre-qualify you, and maybe you can even make an offer on one of the homes we're about to see right now. Tiffany Morgan, Caldwell Banker, is going to take us over to Stone. View Tiffany. Where is this house?
1: It's really close to downtown Orlando and Boone High School. Oh yeah, okay. this neighborhood is called Porter Place, and there's about 75 homes in it. It's gated. Um, this one is five bedroom, four and a half bath, and it's listed for 678. It's definitely an entertainer's house. They've got this is a movie room. It comes kind of oh, wow. got the movie screen and the projector. Um, the kitchen itself is set up perfectly for entertaining. It's got double ovens. It's got two dishwashers, built in uh, Miele steamers and cappuccino machines. It's an amazing house. Somebody that works downtown, tired of the commute. It's perfect. for it them. Is this
0: like near the Delaney Park area? or exactly. Where is this? Yep. Okay. Exactly. I mean, that's a pretty good price, I think, for being that close to downtown. How big is this house?
1: This one is thirty six hundred square feet and it is on a half acre.
0: Beautiful. And yeah. to be in
1: a gated community downtown, is, it's nice
0: yeah a, g- a gated community in downtown mm-hmm. you don't see that a lot do you definitely not well that's a beautiful home over on stone view if you have questions would like to see the house i'll hook you up with tiffany right away at 407-205-0400 we're going to check out another piece of property you have here did I hear there are
1: cows on this land? Uh, yes, and they're not my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: this is over on Gilliam Road. Where's Gilliam Road?
1: It is near Claircona Okori Road, north of Popka Island. There are the cows the there, cows.
0: beautiful. Uh,
1: they scared me to death last <laughs> weekend at a showing.
0: <laughs> Better than alligators.
1: Yes, this is true, I agree with you on that. Um, this one is uh, 29 acres. Um, there's three parcels and the owner will split the parcels. Um, one of them is on has one side of the road and there's seven acres um that one's going for 329 and on the other side of the road is the remaining 22 acres Um, there's a three-bedroom two-bath house with a pool um, that used to be a fern nursery so he would grow ferns and send them off throughout the country Um, it was in business about 30 years and he just wants to retire
0: wow so who would be a good buyer for this one
1: somebody who still wants an orlando address Mm -hmm. they want to build um they can have one to three acre homes no, I'm sorry, yeah, one to three acres, one per, I'm messing that up, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, on one side you can get three homes and then the other you can get about six. Right. So this is one to five, this is one to three, sorry. So
0: someone would develop this, you think, is that? We,
1: Hopefully, yeah, yeah. That would be the I've goal. marketed it to builders, I've marketed it out there. Right. Um, I even had a showing, the one where the cows got me, to um, <laughs> somebody who wants to put a wedding, a wedding venue out there.
0: Oh, and great And build idea. something,
1: you know, cause it's pretty, it's still Orlando and it's right. all rural.
0: And what is the price point on that one?
1: For all of it, it's 1.3, oh, wow. um, and appraised at 1.4, so we have it marketed a little bit under. Sure. And then he will split, so it just depends how much land they
0: Beautiful. need. Beautiful, you're looking for an investment property down there uh, in the uh, a mm-hmm. Apopka, Vineland, yeah. Gilliam Road area, give us a call right now. I'll hook you up with Tiffany Morgan, 407-205-0400. I'll also post these on our website, so you can go to the website, youhavepower.com you have com. Great job, Tiffany Morgan. You're going to stick around for the Real Estate Roundtable, I Definitely. hope, right? All right, we'll come right back to you in just a minute. Now, let's go to Chris Cregan. Cregan Property Group has two awesome houses to show us as well. Heading down
2: first to Winter Park. This is Chapman Circle. Tell me about this one, Chris. Yeah, this is a great home. So, this is in the Windsong community. Oh, yeah. I know uh, so Windsong, Right off of Glen Ridge. So, this is in an awesome location. So, uh, convenient to downtown, convenient to Winter Park, uh, nice neighborhood, great amenities. This is a four-bedroom, three and a half uh, bath home, uh, private pool along with the community pool, splash pad, uh, lake access, water sports on the lake. Again, great community. Uh, it's this one has 38.99 square feet. Uh, really nice Mediterranean home, and we're priced at 1.195 on this one.
0: So when you one? say lake access what do you mean exactly
2: so this one's in a lakefront community okay. so this this community allows access to the community boat ramp which has a community boat you can you can use paddle boards all kinds of um, equipment down there at the lake and again it has the splash pad on this side of the community the other part of the community there's it's it's separated by like a a nature preserve but you have access to both sides of the community and and this side has a splash pad and pool how are the schools down in that area schools are a plus schools oh great excellent schools and when
0: you're working with buyers how important typically is the school system to them
2: so the school zones are typically one of the first questions we're asked about our about our listings so uh here we are in winter park and, and one of the best school zones in town so
0: When you're selling a house for over a million bucks, do the buyers typically, are they sending their kids to private school anyway? Or a lot of them saying, hey, I want to know what the schools are like because I'm going public.
2: Yeah, it's it's a mix. So a lot of people are thinking about it not only for where they're going to send their kids, but also for resale purposes. Yeah. So even if they're going to send their kids to private school, they want to know... In case they do resell it or when they do resell it, what are the schools like?
0: Yeah, good point. Resell is uh, is important, and the schools are always going to be important in that resell value. Right. If you have any question about this house in Winter, in Winter Park on Chapman Circle, Chris can be reached 407-205-0400. Now let's head up to Seminole County, Lake Destiny Trail. Where is this in Altamont Springs?
2: Now this is an awesome home and a great location. This is off of Maitland Boulevard near I-4. So very convenient location, access off Weimar Road, gated community. This is actually a guard gated community. So it's not one of those boxes you pull up and enter a code, you walk up and there's a 24 hour guard there at the property. So very, very secure feel um, by having that that guard there. This is a four bedroom, three bath pool home. And the great thing about this one, it's on the canal. So this one leads out to a beautiful lake. So this is a really active lake. People are on, out and about all the time. So this is a really nice um, home, but also a nice location with, with the good lake access. Inside, they've done a ton of updates. Uh, it's a, a tri-level home, a really, really neat layout. And here we've got the four bedrooms, three baths. We've got 2,500 square feet. And again, recently updated and, and totally move-in ready.
0: So where is this in, in
2: Altamont? I can't figure this out in my head. So it's off of Wymore road is where the access point is but it's it's just um the closest intersection with maitland boulevard and i4 Oh,
0: okay okay i gotcha so that's kind of almost like maitland area too right kind I mean, of right of. yeah and i'm sorry what was the price point on this one
2: this one's listed at 439.9 so a great price great price for a, a waterfront home
0: and it looks i mean fairly updated there too right it is, inside
2: yeah very that's nicely nice. updated inside uh the owners have done a nice a nice job inside there how important are open houses Well, there are mixed feelings in open houses. So uh, we've we've had open houses where we've had, you know, lousy turnouts and, you know, inhibited by the rain. And then we've had some where people walk in and say, I'll buy the house today. Where do I sign? And we've actually sold a house uh, at the open house. So uh, mixed reviews there.
0: So I'm not I'm not a real estate agent, but I have a lot of, of realtor friends, of course. And sometimes we get accused of only doing open houses to get more buyers. You don't think that's true, right? No,
2: that's not true. <laughs> and it, it does bring a lot of exposure to the yeah, property. So right. people that are are sometimes not don't want to waste a realtor's time by going on showings. Right. Sometimes are our best buyers. They'll walk in and say, "This is the home for me," and they and they do. They buy it right on right on the spot.
0: I, I don't see any reason why a seller wouldn't necessarily want to do an open house.
2: Well, some have privacy concerns, okay. you know, people wandering through the home. And in all of our open houses, we've mm-hmm. been doing this for a long time. We've never had anything go wrong in an open house. So I think those concerns are unfounded. Beautiful. If you have any
0: questions about this home in Altamont Springs, give us a call right now. 407-205-0400. I'll connect you with Chris right away. Or if you want to get pre-approved to make an offer on any of these houses today, the same number. 407 407- 2050400. Chris, good job. Awesome properties. I think we're going to get those sold very quickly. But now, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, it is time for today's real estate roundtable. Every week, we address your questions. All you have to do is go to the website. You can ask me questions right there YouHavePower.com, and we may just answer them next week on You Have Real Estate. All right, let's get right to it. Pete in Longwood says, "I'm selling my home, but I'm still waiting on an insurance claim to be settled. What can I do, Chris?"
2: That's a great question. So. this is where the coordination. You no, know, you
0: can always say call a lawyer if you want to. Right, too, right. You know, and then I guess I have to answer my own question. Right, yeah. that
2: might be that might be the best thing to do. And, and honestly, that's that's really good advice. <laughs> uh, so, from our standpoint, some coordination between obviously a lawyer and then the buyer and seller would would come into play here. The number, the best solution would be to extend the closing until until the claim is settled. That's number one. There are some remedies in the contract to allow for issues like this to happen post closing. But again, consulting with an attorney on that might be your best uh, best bet there. And,
0: and speaking of attorneys, let's go down to Kissimmee. Henry and Kissimmee ask, "Do I have to have an attorney for closing?" Tiffany Morgan.
1: No, definitely not.
0: I, I totally agree. And you know, I'm an attorney. I should probably be saying you should get an attorney. But <laughs> you know, quite frankly, if you have a good agent and a good title company, you you should be okay. You know, uh, Jade and Lake Mary, who pays the real estate commission and how much is it? Tiffany Morgan.
1: The seller pays, and it is typically six percent um, and it can be negotiated.
0: Melissa in Boston. Justin, I love the show. We watch all the time on Facebook. I'm thinking about buying an
2: investment property in Orlando is now a good time to buy, Chris. Anytime can be a good time to buy if you have the right agent and you buy the right property. So it all depends on on, on the property and the numbers make sense. So finding an agent who deals with uh investment properties who can properly analyze uh all aspects of the property yeah. would be key there. Cindy
0: in Knoxville, Tennessee. I love watching the show on clickorlando.com. When, when are you taking the show to Tennessee? <laughs> I never. It well, was certainly not in the winter time. but if I do ever come to Tennessee, I promise you it'll be uh it'll be during the summer cuz I'm done with the cold weather. You know <laughs> what I mean? All right, one more question here. Mila in Winter Springs, I have an IRS lien on my house.
2: Will this prevent me from closing? It can, it sure can. So if the if the lien on the property can be paid off with the with the proceeds, then of course we can go to closing. The IRS will be paid off at closing. Otherwise we're gonna have an issue.
0: Beautiful job today. That was fun, right? Definitely. Thank you. You had a good time? Yeah. We both did awesome. And you're invited back anytime. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. 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 And and most importantly, thank you for joining us here today on You Have Real Estate. If you have any questions about anything we talked about today, or you need to get that pre-approval letter, or you want to make an offer on one of the houses we showed you today, people are standing by right now in the office, 407-205. 0400 or visit youhavepower.com. I'm attorney Justin Clark, and I'll see you right back here next week for another edition of You Have Real Estate. If you have a question you would like answered on an upcoming episode of You Have Real Estate with attorney Justin Clark, call 407-205-0400. Are you considering selling your home and would like to have it featured right here on our show? Or would you like to get pre-approved for a mortgage to buy your dream home? Give us a call, 407-205-0400. You have real estate.